tender long legs, let me take your little hand. I'll take you from this hellhole to the promised land. But don't leave me your children in the promises of keep. Of promises like lies can be bought so very cheap. Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the weirdness. Why are we wearing bras on our heads? The history. Live Aid. We're coming together. And the simple pleasures. All I need are some tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Tender lumplings, it's stuck in the 80s time. I'm your host, Steve Spears with TampaBay.com. And Kathy, are you ready to teach Sean a naughty lesson today that he'll never forget? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm really uncomfortable mm. now. <laughs> My tough skins are getting tight. Hey, with us today uh, is uh, Sean Daly, the Times pop music critic. Happy to be here, Steve, as always. <laughs> are you sure? Yes, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to be educated. I'm ready to be learned. And uh, the third leg of the tripod is yes. back. Yes, <laughs> Kathy back. Wass. When she official? Times when News she, researcher. When do we teach her the official handshake? Anyway, Kathy, I love having you here. It was really Thank uncomfortable you. doing the the uh, Vision Quest podcast with Steve. With just Steve alone. Yeah, yeah it was. We were both in our singlets. <laughs> I just like saying singlet. I'm not sure. Is it singlet or you? I got to be shooting. You were uh, loud. Unitard. And then we switched places and Unitard I was loud. was also my shoot. nickname in high school, but for reasons not having to do with wrestling. I was, my nickname hey, Unitard, was Unibrow. What's going on? It's like Steve. <laughs> Unibrow and Unitard. But we fight crimes at night. <laughs> hey, what's this podcast about? <laughs> no. we, I've been waiting forever to do this. This is I'm... Oingo Boingo time. Yeah. And uh, a lot yeah, of people aren't familiar waiting, with this band. too. And that's the the gist of our podcast is the Times music critic <laughs> does not know much about perhaps one of the most influential 80s West Coast bands oh, there yes. was. Uh, so we're here to educate you. Well, yes. I'm a huge D- Danny Elfman soundtrack fan. Right. We've talked about this. I have a lot of that stuff on my iPod. But until last night when I borrowed all your, you know, Boingo CDs, I'd never really known them. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Hearing some really good music, hanging out with friends, you know, whatever happens. You exactly. Know? Kathy, but you're a long-time Boingo fan. Long time, yes. Since the uh, the early days? Since only a lad days? So, well, oh, you'd be too young a little confession here, yes. I'm The one thing that I took with from my first love in high school is my love of Boingo Boingo. Everything else I kicked to the curb. But, what was your first know. love's name? That sense a, um, sense a story. Come on, for the purposes first? here, his name was... Sam. <laughs> we're not going to use real names. Because so. it was really like Samuel. <laughs> Let's just not, go. No. Yeah, you so have a lot about, more couth than Steve tell, and I do. Steve yeah. and I usually give like social security well, numbers. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Tell us, tell us about Sam. 
Are you crying, Steve? No, I'm sorry. It was really you, wasn't it? Holy shit. I can't really believe it. Um, that would be an awesome yeah, well, yeah, that's actually what I was going to ask both of you guys. The first time you remember hearing Oingo Boingo, how this love started. And it, it was with it was, it was yeah, Sam. It was, it was Sam. I'm it was with Sam. you with Sam, too. <laughs> you know? Steve's no, really the gay f- past. <laughs> no, I, um, I saw him on the Us Festival. In the early eighties, the uh, oh, yeah, that show that. they did out in uh, was it, it was out in California, right? Steve Wozniak or the co-founder of Apple Computers. Oh, okay, yeah. Through that big festival, and yeah, they had like Van exactly. Halen, and they had yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, I know you do. And uh, but one of the I was watching it on TV or on cable, and one of the bands that came on was um, Oingo Boingo, and they played Nothing to Fear, and. Um, I think they introduced him as the California Death Clowns, Oingo Boingo. And I'm like, oh. what the hell? And they come out there and they, they just hit you with this just like, you know, blast of energy. And uh, yeah. I, was, I was hooked immediately. I went out, found the album that that song was on, bought it. And I can say to this day, they're the only band that I owned every album of. Every single one. Really? To finish. Yes. Yes. All me right. Too. And now let's go to you. So let's get a little music in here soon. If there was one Oingo Boingo song that reminds you of Sam. Sam. What song would um, it be? Please tell well, me it's not Little Girl. <laughs> well, actually. <laughs> oh, sweet. I just want to hear yeah, some music. Yeah, I guess in retrospect, yeah, it would probably be Little Girls. Because right, he well, was we, uh, older. Cue it up, Maestro. Little Girls. And we'll find out how much older he was when we come back. <laughs> That's, That's classic. It is good. Sean's digging oh, yeah, it. He's I like am. I really like that song a lot. 1981. And the nice thing is, we actually had a lot of little, little girls running around. <laughs> as well, as usual. Cops. All right, so Sam, how old was he? He wasn't that what much older. What was the older. age difference? Uh, it was five years. Whoa. Wow, that's yeah. a lot at that age. How old were you? And this is high school? Yeah, high school. Wow. I was... Five years? Since, Wait a minute. Since, four years is from yeah, that's what I'm saying. senior. So he was a senior and you were in eighth grade. No, 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 no. Now, this would have been, well... Oh, man, this is getting better this, by the minute. Um, I would have been 16, 17. Oh, oh snap! He was already at high school. Oh, yeah, he was already at high school. Hopefully he was at high school. <laughs> he was, was on his here. eighth year. No, yes, he was out of wow. high school. nice. Mm-hmm. Wow. Where'd you meet Sam? Uh, at work. <laughs> She's not going to give At the him. pizza parlor at the mall? Shakey's. Uh, <laughs> I had... I went to Shakey's it Pizza. A, Do they have Shakey's down here? <laughs> no, no, it's a northern thing. Oh, no. uh, yeah. It, it is. was a fast food establishment. Orange Julius? You like the Orange Julius? I, I do. I, I love, love Orange Julius. I love Orange Julius. Julius. I, I like yeah. that Orange right Julius now. and like a hot dog. Ah, oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and so he's like, hey, listen to this new group, Boingo Boingo. You're going to love them. Yeah. I mean, I had already heard some, you know, Dead Man's Party, stuff like that, but then. You really got into I it. I really got into it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wow. Sam. You know where Sam is today, by any chance? Because we do, Sam. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> we bust him out of prison just for you. <laughs> got to borrow some money. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny because, I mean, you never would associate Oingo Boingo with being, a, you know, romantic music. No. Yeah. You, you can't, I mean, I have this Not theory. unless it's, yeah. I, I'm, I'm curious, how did, they seduce, come, how did Oingo Boingo come about? Tell me a little bit about their history, Steve. They, um, they started, 
1972. As 72? Yeah, yeah. 72. The Mystic Knights of Oingo Boingo. They were a theater troupe, a musical theater troupe, and they were actually founded by Danny Elfman's older brother, Richard. And uh, they uh, basically just were a West Coast phenomenon. Actually, they kind of were their entire career. But um, they changed formats a lot. But in uh, 79, Danny took over and turned it into a rock band and shortened the name down to Oingo Boingo. Smart. And then later... To Boingo. Just to Boingo. I point. figured oh, if they'd really? stayed around, they would have been like, go. Yeah. Not a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> that was the... But um, I guess I guess the name was inspired by a fictional secret society on Amos and Andy called the uh, Mystic Knights of the Sea. I don't know what Oingo Boingo stands for. I'd like. Yeah, I'd rather know. not know, to be honest. Wasn't yeah. there something about Oingo Boingo? They became a rock band because they were soundtracking... Richard Elfman was doing a movie. He was doing a movie. I forget oh, what the movie was yeah, called. I think. Oh, oh, God, it was 1979, and they did the soundtrack for it. Uh, Forbidden was it Forbidden, Forbidden, Forbidden Zone? Forbidden, Forbidden Zone. Zone. That's right. Okay. And uh, uh, can we right now? We can all agree that Danny Elfman is really scary looking. Oh yeah, he is oh, yeah. freaky. Yeah, I've he seen him twice. He always in, has that look in his eyes. I've seen him twice in yeah, concert. Crazy. Have eyes. you seen him? Have you seen him in concert? Oh yes. Yeah. I mean, he's got that look in your. I had second row seats when I saw him for the first time in Jacksonville, Florida. He's like an evil clown. And he gets right yeah. in your face, and you're just, and he's just like singing right at you, and the sweat's just shooting out like bullets, and you just swear to God, he's gonna reach out and like, and like, he's and like, and like, just beat, you know, like, you know, take a piece of your skull out of it with yeah. his beak or something. Did you and Sam ever both get the night off from Orange Julius and go see an Oingo Boingo concert? <laughs> yes, we did. Where'd you see the um, Janice Landing here. Which yeah. what year? Um, I, I looked it up. I checked our archives, and oh, nice. uh, it was November nineteenth, nineteen eighty-eight. Wow! I think I saw that same show. No, I saw his later show. Yeah, I saw him on that that last tour. That, yeah, that was the. I'm. I still regret to this day when I was in San Francisco in nineteen ninety-one for over the Christmas break. They played. You weren't saying we're breaking up, broken up by that. Breaking yes, up. yes. Yeah. I was with my future ex-husband at that point. Wow, <laughs> jeez. We're learning but more and more. More and more. But we were in San Francisco, and New Year's Eve they played, and I could not go. Have they gotten together like recently? When's the last time they were? No, nineteen ninety-five was when they did. Yeah, they did the farewell. They did it. Two disc live album from yeah. that, and that's cool. That was it. I was I just really watching like it last night in bed as I <laughs> do every night. Yeah, anyway. you ruined it. Oh, this, the frozen Snickers bar. <laughs> God, I don't know what that right, has to do with anything. Some, uh, yeah, can we play some music? So yeah, let's, let's play. Let's play one of my favorite songs. This is uh, Gray Matter. Snickers again. Gray, Gray Matter. Matter. Okay, let's hear it. one as much you know that's a lot of people's favorite uh, Oingo Boingo song if you really yeah, talk to the hardcore fans it kind of reminds fans. me of like the flying monkeys in Wizard of Oz <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah I guess it does in a way. Matter, matter. <laughs> you know they get knocked for that a lot I mean one of the one of the critics big complaints about this band historically has been that the lyrics don't mean anything or seemingly don't mean yeah, anything and it's just kind oh. of like it's just you it's know, almost an instrument it's just like a silly yeah. 
It's a silly dance track. I didn't like track. Right Matter as much. Right. Give me something good. Come on, back to back. No. The kids want back to back clips. <laughs> Give me something right away. Kathy, pick one. I want more music. Because right now, Boingo is one for two. Give them give no. Private Life. Private Life. Okay. Private Life. You'll like All right, this. Little Private Life. Play that. Awesome. You like that? I better? like that one. Honestly, okay. I like that one. It was different. It was still kind of creepy, little chanty, but then those yes. drum rolls, those like electronic yeah. drum rolls, great. You've probably heard this That's band a lot more than you think because it did a lot of soundtrack work in the eighties. Yeah. From Last American Virgin, they're on that. They they sing, and a lot of the soundtrack work they did over the years was not ever released separately. So on uh, not on Last American Virgin, you hear uh, Better Luck Next Time. Oh yeah. On um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, you hear Goodbye, Goodbye. Yeah, that's a great one. You hear, um, well, obviously the title track to Weird Science. Yeah. Side yeah, note, like not their one. favorite I, song. They hate that song. Oh. They never play oh, that's it. That's a good song. They, ne- I, yeah, I have, but uh, they never uh, play it live. Ever. They, never, they hate that song. I have song. the big 80s soundtracks, and uh, I burned that last night, Weird Science. That's a good one. Yeah, they, they never play it. It was taken away from them by the uh, film producers before they were finished with it. Uh. And consequently, they they don't like to talk about it. Oh, it sounds yeah. great though. It's got a good sound to it. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. It's they, not my favorite. They well, I think part of the, they weren't really happy a lot. I think with a lot of the production in the studio, and I think that's where you come in with Boingo Alive, where they got to re-record a lot of the stuff. Yeah. and that I would have to say that Boingo Alive is probably my absolute favorite. Oh sure. Yeah, I mean, well, it's got everything on it, but it's just Boingo, Boingo Alive was released in 1988 and. Sean's listened to part of it anyway, but what Boingo Live is, and it's like a must-have for any Boingo fan, it's a two-CD set, and basically they go through every single one of their hits, and they play them (laughs) live. And you get a free free set of Ginsu knives. Oh, man. No respect for the Boing Master. I know. They they go through every one of their... It's true. As as is having no friends. (laughs) (laughs) They they go through every single one of their hits, and they play them live. Play it live in the studio. But in a studio, so you... No, it sounds great. They did it. I think they recorded it in two weeks, something like two, three weeks. It's a... It's a... It's a party. Just add water. (laughs) (laughs) Just add a frozen Snickers bar. Um, So, uh, yeah, the Dead Man's Party on there is dynamite. And they stretch out to almost, what, six, seven minutes? Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. I I still maintain, though, that there is no Boingo song that's good for seducing women. Kathy and Sam (laughs) would beg to differ. There was one song. I actually have a a guy-girl Boingo story, though. Uh You guys... Oh, okay. Um... Because she has Sam, but I have... My stomach keeps making noises. Can you hear that? <laughs> I offered to buy you, you said Skittles. Per, you said, you said no. Snickers. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm just thinking of you and Betty eating a frozen Snickers. <laughs> it's either I, nausea or hunger. I'm not quite sure yet. Kathy has Sam. I have Julie when it comes to Oingo Boingo. Oh. My, also in college. And um, no, yours was in high school. Yeah. Well, she was... <laughs> yeah. He was, uh, well, yeah. He was as practical as old as I am now. The... Um, uh, this girl I met <laughs> dated her for two years in college, and she was a huge Boingo fan. The first what show I ever saw. What did Julie look like, Steve? She was, she was a sorority girl. Um, that tells me nothing. Well, it does at University of Florida since they all look the same. Oh, really? Blonde, <laughs> yep. tan, blue yep. eyes. Yep. yep. Really smart. Yep. yep. Go ahead. Uh-huh. 
But uh, communications major. <laughs> yes. Yeah. TV TV journalism. So uh-huh. she wasn't really all that smart. Yeah. But uh, where is she today? I don't know. Every once in a while, I Google Google her just for fun. Mm-hmm. I never yeah, for never fun. Yeah. Like any normal stalker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I stalk her for fun but, in uh, my spare time. She's wisely either changed her name or fallen off the face of the earth. But yeah. uh, but uh, we saw Oingo Boingo together, and we would play a lot of Boingo songs and stuff like that. The one that she always used to like, the one that like if we had a song, the two of us, it would be um, off the uh, Boingo album. I guess it was called uh, "We Close Our Eyes." Oh yeah. We close our eyes. Uh, not <laughs> no, west. not go west. Okay, Maestro, wipe that bad memory out of. We her. close Please. our eyes, Julie and Steve. <laughs> this goes out to Julie. Oh, are we back on again? <laughs> we can, we can cut. What, what no, I just want to know if that was the version that's on uh, Point D- Different Live. version. No, it was a different okay. no, studio. studio right. version. So, can I stop sobbing now? <laughs> Tell us more about how'd you guys break up? Two uh, years you oh, dated, right? You get right to the core of the matter. <laughs> you know, this is actually a good story. We dated for two years, and um, we were having like this ethical con- Remember the movie Broadcast News? Yes. Where they all the TV reporters were sitting around talking about, would you sleep with a source to get a big story? And they're all like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Well, I made the mistake of asking her that question one day. Oh, no. And she was the same thing popped out of her mouth. Yeah, sure. No question about it. And uh, oh, I just don't ask the question. Don't, if yeah. you don't want the answer. I know. Oh. Well, hey, I, everyone has to learn that for themselves, yeah. and that's what taught it to me. And, oh. I, and after that, well, it was just it went downhill fast. Well, yeah. <laughs> and we broke up. And the only thing she wanted back from me was a frozen Her virginity. Lasagna. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, no, she wanted a frozen lasagna that her mother had given us to eat one What? Day. She shows up at my doorstep what? and she's like, I don't want to fight. I just want the lasagna. Wow. <laughs> wow. Like... Mom, make some more lasagna. I know. It was it's really okay. good lasagna, too. I'll never forget that. <laughs> she just wanted up. to see you again. It had nothing to do with the lasagna. Well, what's really bad is, because I'm the one who sort of initiated so the breakup. So you broke up because... I got mad and I couldn't deal with the fact that she didn't seem to have much of a moral spine. <laughs> or, yeah. But, oh, um, yeah, and you're yeah. Bill Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> that was stupid. But um, So I broke up with her, and then like four or five days later, I, I regretted it. I'm like, yeah, oh, I was sure. stupid. So I call her up on the phone, and I'm talking to her. And, of course, you, know, you get the call waiting click. And she's like, i got to take this call. This guy's coming to pick me up in 15 minutes. <gasps> I'm like, you're dating somebody already? She's like, well, I've been dating this guy. I'm like, how long have you been dating this guy? She's like, about a week. I'm like, we broke up four days ago. <laughs> oh. Well, and she's well, like, well, she, I could she see. Knew it was almost over. Well, yeah, she's like, I knew that she. And she said, I knew the direction this was going in. And so the last thing I ever said to her was, I want everything I've ever given you in a in a cardboard box on your doorstep by nine o'clock tomorrow morning. Did and, she do it? Yep. Wow. <laughs> you brutal. Are one tough brutal. Date. Man. <laughs> Ooh. Dating you is a thankless job. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have a song to wash that in my palate. Yes, yes. Give yeah. us something. How about uh, No Spill Blood? Oh, perfect. <laughs> Perfect. 
You know, the, a lot of people criticize them because they, it seems like all their songs are about death. Oh, yeah. But if you really think about it, it's not so much about death. It's it's more about growing aware of one's own mortality. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's deep. Yeah, yeah, that it's not deep. about death at all. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's, it's the idea. Well, never mind. Well, well, no, no, you really, I, no, I like it when you get earnest. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm a, I'm well, a jerk for, for, for making fun of you. <laughs> but always what I loved about Oingo Boingo because it's you know you always have this happy music and but the lyrics were always so dark and well Danny was kind of twisted too. I gotta be honest um, and we're gonna get to, to this stuff in a bit but you know I love his soundtrack stuff I really really do I think that next to John Williams he might be one of the best ever you know and very versatile everything from Desperate Housewives to Beetlejuice but <laughs> when I listen to these Oingo Boingo songs coming in knowing all his soundtrack stuff you know, the words are kind of silly, you know, and you guys are, you know, putting more weight to the words and so maybe I should go back and listen, but it's the music that's just so different and everything sounds good and it's very propulsive and there's a lot of good beats and it, there, nothing's ever boring with these guys, no, you know? No, never. So that's what I'm really enjoying. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Kathy. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Ah, fantastic. It's time for Name That 80s Tune. Sean, you ready? Yes, I want to name it. <laughs> <laughs> Has Kathy played this one? We, we established that a couple weeks ago, that Kathy plays this game all the time. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so Kathy, I want to ask real quick, what did you think of your performance on uh, the uh, your first podcast, the one we did a couple weeks ago? Did you listen to it? I did. I'd what the hell like, are we talking about? What was that? It was uh, soundtracks. It was worst songs no. of the worst, worst songs, songs of the eighties. Did you listen to yourself? Yeah, yeah. I did. You have a I good did. voice. Yeah. Were you like, wow, that is a good voice? Wow, that's, that's a right. sexy voice. Yeah, yeah. it no. is. I could be a traffic reporter. Do you practice <laughs> in front of the mirror? Do you go? The traffic on I ninety five is stalled. <laughs> you know, Kathy's your friend. She's your buddy. That's she's what her voice buddy. is like. You know, I know. She's in that car with you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Let's name that tune. Let's name it. Let's okay. slap it. Let's name make it ours. the 80s tune. That's the weekly show where we're going to play a snippet from a song. If you can name the artist and the name of the song, you get a chance to win a Tampa Bay.com baseball cap. And nobody won last week. So um, did anybody it, play last? Yeah, week? yeah. Wow. We got some. We got some answers, but they no were wrong. Winners. Last week's was incredibly hard. If right. I here's the deal with here's the deal with it, this particular challenge. It's two songs put together yeah. that sound almost identical. So you have to name both songs and both. Yeah. Uh, it was super times. hard. It is. Let's uh, cue it up again for the uh, tender lumplings. Sweet. You got it, Sean. Uh, actually, can I hear it one more time? One more time. Do you got it? Right. If you got it, write it down, and I'll tell you if you have it right or not. Uh, if nothing else, it'll shut you up for the next thirty seconds. <laughs> I can't, I can't. The first one, it's like a. Is it? Is the first one like a hair metal band? Like kind of a. No. No. Oh, I don't know. No. Are you going to reveal the answer two, right now? T- I can tell you a hint. There are two bands that are no longer in existence. I'm not even sure they survived the '80s. Oh. That so. doesn't help me at all. <laughs> That narrows it down to 457. Exactly. It's so go you're west. Not gonna, you're going <laughs> to give uh, the no, answer? No, I'm going to give people another chance. Okay. 
Okay. So, All right. Good luck, everybody. You got, everyone's got two more weeks to, to see if you can get it right because uh, we won't have a show. We will have a show next week, but it will not have a name that tune. So. By the way, can I give a special shout out to Six? Yes, you can. Six, um, on my blog, I asked, um, I'm interviewing Kelly Clarkson tomorrow, uh-huh. and I asked some readers for questions because um, I'm lazy. And <laughs> Six came up with these amazing questions. I saw those. Did you see? Weren't yeah. they really, really good? She's good. And they were just about, like, if she was, if Kelly Clarkson was a tomboy as a kid, and if she, like, is crafty, if she makes things with her hands. Or, <laughs> and I'm like, I would you, not- Are you going to use mine? What was your? Were you, if she was a kind of Campbell's soup, which flavor would it be? <laughs> wow! Did you write? Did you put no, that in? No, I just made that up. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. That's good. Well, what soup would you be, Steve? Cream of mushroom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I used to love that when I was a kid. I hate it now. Uh, I can't drink cream it. of young, some young guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Here, okay. you got it. Oh, that's the Wayne's World. Show. Uh, that's okay. It'll come out well in the editing. <laughs> come on, they said the, uh, Wayne's the, uh, anyway, you if you think, that? if you know them, and if you do, if you know them, write us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com, and we will let you know in a couple weeks if you've won the cap. And if you haven't guessed it right by, the next time we talk to you, we'll, we'll give you the answer and make you feel like a fool, because it's really not that hard. <laughs> I'll give you one more hint. One of the bands that um, is in that little conglomeration there, we've done a Name That Tune before on them. So, so you that, just go back and listen to 45 for, shows. I was going to say, yeah, that'll narrow it down. You'll just so. be, you'll feel like a fool. Trust Ooh, me. Interesting. Hi, Steve. This is Mark Kennelly from Glendale Heights, Illinois, a.k.a. Bass Note. And I am so stuck in the 80s that my wife wants to hurl. Ah, uh, now we all want to hurl. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. We love you, Bass Note. Bass Note is a major contributor to the blog. We hear from him a lot. If you ever want to check out the blog, that's fine. I've never uh, seen Bass Note on my blog. He knows where the quality is. He's stuck is. in the '80s. He's stuck in the '80s. I talk about '80s stuff all the time. I know you do, much to my dismay. <laughs> no, I think you, you, you steal all my ideas. No, yeah. I don't. Remember the downfall of the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to check out Sean's blog or the Stuck in the '80s blog, go to blogs.tampabay.com. You'll see him link there. And as always, we appreciate your come on, Bass Note. Just a little love. Just stop <laughs> by and say hi. I'm sure you got a question for Kelly Clarkson. If you don't have her trapped in your cream of tomato, (laughs) there's no cream of tomato. I guess there is, isn't there? It's just tomato. Creamy, creamy, creamy tomato. Tomato soup is naturally creamy. What isn't tomato soup that makes it so creamy, though? I I hate tomato soup. I always have nausea, nausea, (laughs) nausea. Okay, let's come on. Let's get. Let's finish strong. Let's do it. Let's you want to talk, talk about a- my things? Let's talk about. Uh, you want to talk? It all about comes back to Sean. Danny Elfman, as Sean is going to tell us a hundred times over, is probably better today known for his orchestrations for a lot of movies. But, I mean, look at what he's done: Desperate Housewives, The Simpsons, yeah, um, and then like four billion great movies. All yeah. most of Tim Burton stuff. Oh about yeah, twelve. Uh, twelve probably everything. Corp- stuff, I mean, do you think? No, yeah. Well, nope. Ed Wood did not do Ed Wood. Oh, he didn't do Ed. They were in the little snit. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. What were they fighting about? Something about soup. Something <laughs> about soup. And then he did Nightmare Before Christmas and Corpse Bride as well. Right. And he does. A and he does occasionally do singing in those too. Yeah, but. yeah, because he's Jack Skellington. Right. Oh yeah, he is. He is. You are so good. Um, can we hear a little? But his first one for uh, Tim Burton is this also Tim Burton's first movie official mm, theatrical release? It might be. 
Pee Wee's um, uh, Big Pee-wee's, Adventure. Yeah, Pee Wee's Big so. Adventure. And I love the music here. It's always very. Uh, uh, like Calliope, like music for yeah. Calliope, like yeah. kind of circus, yes. you know, but also kind of a little, little chilly, some chilly edges, a little creepy. Let's hear that. Let's hear Kind of like Pee Wee. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Let's hear it. That's <laughs> so great. It's really good stuff. Davis kind of looking like Danny Elfman. Oh, I love that. You got to love that tune. Do you know how they uh, hooked up? It was uh, funny. Paul Rubens was a big fan of uh, The Forbidden Zone. Oh, okay. Back in 79. So he introduced um, Danny Elfman with Tim Burton. And uh, the rest is musical history. Yeah, that's great. Now, something a little darker Mm. and something I remember when uh, when I was... But a wee lad, not really. I was <laughs> only like twenty something. I was like twenty three, twenty four. But um, or maybe I was like nineteen or twenty. Anyway, <laughs> spit it out. The first Batman came out. Tim Burton. You were forty three. No, it's, if I was forty three, then Steve was like sixty eight. But uh, uh, I was. I've told the story before, and I won't. I won't tell again. But I was a, uh, uh, um, an usher at an AMC theater outside oh. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And I was an usher uh, the year that Batman came out. And that, all that summer, like, I'd be, you know, the Riddler would show up, some kind of Riddler mask <laughs> and the kind of Batman mask. But I told about how it was all very traumatic and Molly Sherman, an ex-girlfriend, oh, see, came. There drink. Is. Molly I didn't want her drink. to see me in my tight usher uniform. Like, he'd wash it once and the buttons would be screaming. And my, you know, it was really bad. But anyway, Batman was playing along with Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Dead Poet Society, Canine. <laughs> Canine oh. was a fantastic movie. <laughs> I remember was. seeing that. Uh, anyway, and so you know when I would have to clean up the the, the gummy bears and mm-hmm. the popcorn. All the, all the, the I popcorn. hated that. And uh, yeah, the Riddler would make a big mess. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's a criminal. Anyway, he did, so, uh, long story short, Danny Elfman, of course, did the soundtrack for Batman, and the main theme is pretty great. And I'm going to say it's. Uh, it reminds me of John Williams' stuff for um, Star Wars and the Imperial March. And I think the Batman music is uh-huh. it's just as iconic. Hear it? Yeah, I do. Okay, Let's cue it. it up, Maestro. Just makes me want to pull on my extra tight Batman mask. <laughs> who was <laughs> popcorn? Of all the people who played Batman in the movie, who, which was your favorite? I'd have to say Adam West. Oh wait, no, no, um, no. Michael Keaton. Really? Yeah, Val Kilmer. Yeah, I didn't like Val. Who we got? Three cho- three choices. Well, right? George Clooney or George Clooney. or you have um, Batman Begins, which just came out with uh, oh, Christian oh Christian Bale. Bale. That was I thought the, he was and the George best. Lazenby. Don't forget he did, uh, George Lazenby did. Yeah, <laughs> he was also uh, Roger Moore. <laughs> Go shopping. Though, yeah, but I have to say that Michael Keaton, and we should really do a Michael Keaton podcast. God, that's an excellent one of these days. Idea. And I'll tell someone you even more. Just, someone would just stars. give me the DVDs. We could maybe get I working will. on that. I will. I'll tell My you. favorite um, Tim Burton orchestration is for Beetlejuice, which oh, is another another equally dark movie. I want to hear that. Yeah, yeah it that's up. fun. Another Michael Keaton movie. Yeah.
it's, I love it's it. like uh, Night on Bald Mountain or something like Tchaikovsky. Or, or Return from Witch Mountain. Return, Return from, from Witch Mountain. Mountain. It's so dark. I mean, that's like great classical music. I know. I would just love to be sitting in the room with him when he's working with the orchestra on, on something like that. I mean, yeah. can you imagine hearing that being played by a professional orchestra? At, you know, top and like Elfin's looking at you with his scary eyes, oh, he's foming. You know, he's probably you know he eating probably, raw yeah. meat or whatever. Yeah, if you ask great. him what his favorite score is. Not that I ever have or ever will, but what, he, he will say Ezra, Edward Scissorhands. Would, oh, that was that's beautiful. I, love I have that. that. I have like three or four things from that. On my, I actually yeah. bought the. Uh, I was at a flea market and I saw the CD and I bought it. I love I it. I love it's it. great stuff. But uh, what I'm, soup do you think Danny Elfman would be? Oh man, I'm thinking uh, beef and noodle. Beef and noodle. <laughs> it's really hard to find, and not everybody likes it. Yeah, so. you know, I think that's yeah, I think that's perfect. And all the noodles are all really odd shaped, and yeah. it's not normal. It's a not a normal soup. Yeah. If you guys want to be alone, <laughs> soup talk. Soup talk. That's the spell. Hey, you know, as weird as he is, he's married to Bridget Fonda. I know. Is he really? Yes, yeah. he is. She he be stole what? her away from uh, Dwight Yoakam, I believe. But, you know, every time I get drunk with my friends, they always try to talk me into the fact that maybe he's really married to Jenna Elfman. From Dharma and Greg, but they're yeah. re- no, because they're related. <laughs> they're that's right. wrong. No, that's, I keep that's telling his, them that's his niece. Uh, yeah, it's it's he, she's married to his nephew. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, no, that's just wrong. Well, no, <laughs> maybe. Well, well, Bridget Fonda's wrong. You know, ever see her she's in uh, Jackie Brown? No, I didn't. Very high. What's your favorite Bridget Fonda movie? Don't tell me it's Shag. Uh, I love Shag because I like Annabeth Gish. Remember oh, her from Mystic oh, Pizza? Mystic Pizza. Yeah. She's, I'm telling What's you wrong know, with her? Everyone thinks I like the, the, the dirty broads, but I actually like uh, like them nice and classy. <laughs> the classy, classy broads. Hey, can I sneak in one more, um, one one more. more sound bite here? Yeah, sure. And... Uh, also, one of the most entertaining movies I can think of, kids, is uh, Midnight Run with Charles Grodin. And, oh, fantastic um, movie. And you know what? You never guessed that Elfman had done this. It doesn't sound anything but like that. No, it's so it good. And uh, yeah, the, on, you can go on iTunes and they have it for like, it's like a five minute snippet, but it's great. Okay, it's really, really good. play it. Music when like the, the last scene, the two of them, it's kind of like this bluesy, like a bluesy variation of this. But don't worry about it. I'm being specific. <laughs> I love it when Sean tries to talk to me during the middle of a clip, and I'm just staring at him like, like he's talking about soup. Exactly. The uh, anyway. lips are moving, but you know, yeah, you I got, idea. that's good. No, I, I got really one more because it's not from the '80s, but it's one of his most recent pieces. And I, I don't know, were you guys big fans of uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when it, the uh, Gene Wilder version? Oh. I, absolutely. It's frightening, isn't it? It's it a, is. It was my favorite movie as a child. Awesome. Well, they remade it a few years ago with Johnny Depp, and I don't know if you've seen that version. I have. It's not very good. It's, it's not. I don't know. It's but, instantly forgettable. But as always, Elfman did the the music for this one as well, and I love the little Willy Wonka theme song. And I know we never play stuff that's outside the '80s, but I'm going to make an exception in this one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. Stuff, Every, I like that. The rest of the day, I'm gonna be going around going Willy Wonka, <laughs> Willy Wonka. Didn't Kathy once told me she had like this cure for what to do? If oh was... yes, if um, a friend of mine taught me that if you get an earworm and you can't get the song out of your head, you just hum the theme song to A Team. 
Yeah, and it works. It works. That's interesting. I have to try that. But then isn't the A-Team theme stuck in your head? No, because <laughs> you can't. Be because, you can't hold no, that in your head. Because you can't, and I really can only remember that yeah. that part of it, so that's not the enough March. to stick in your head. So It works. Try it. So Uncle Bungo is gone. They are. Uh, Danny Elfman is still working with his lead guitarist, Steve Bartek. Doing a lot. They work together on a lot of those orchestrations. Yeah. The other longtime band members, John Avila and Johnny Vatos Hernandez are still around and they yeah. still do they, oh yeah they still um, work with the Oingo Boingo tribute band right which I think is called Dead Man's Party I think it's Dead Man's something like that but they do a huge Halloween thing well right. this year last year and this year right. in California in the tradition of the old band they still do a big Halloween show every year yeah. but uh, the band yeah. that we loved is no more although there's still a uh, drive on the internet if you go to oingoboingo.com you can buy a Bring Back Boingo t-shirt. T-shirt. Steve and I are getting. And, uh, oh, that's cool. Can I have one, get... too? Sure. Yep. We're getting you the apron. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me barbe- just say, I, I came into apron. this podcast ignorant about Oingo Boingo, and I'm leaving um, pr- still pretty ignorant and never <laughs> wanting to eat soup again. Just, just a little... <laughs> okay, so Sean's going to skip lunch today. <laughs> the rest of us will go on with Oingo Boingo and their song made ever so famous by Fast Times at Richmond High. And until next week, we'll catch you still here, stuck right. in the 80s. Woo! Bye, Kathy. Bye-bye. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the online departments of the St. Petersburg Times and TBT. The weekly podcast is engineered by Mr. Dave Morrison. Special thanks to David Peterkowski for our show opener. If you'd like to blog us, please do. Our blog address is www.tampabay.com slash blogs slash 80s. And remember, you can subscribe to the show at iTunes. This fight's for you There's no one else who does it quite the way you do So here's to you I love little girls. They make me feel so good. Little girls, they make me feel so bad.